Hello and welcome to Uncommon Truth. My name is Luke and I'm really glad you are tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the kingdom of heaven and how the disciples, even after the resurrection, were still concerned with Jesus building back up the kingdom of Israel instead of what it really meant to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So please enjoy a sneak peek and I hope you enjoy the show. Just, but you know, same thing back in that story with Peter as that phrase that Jesus says, you know, you are not, you are not setting your mind on the things of God, Correct. but on, on man. It's that whole thing that I think my journey has been the back and forth on that. Lord, what about my needs, my hopes, my dreams, my stuff Correct. versus what about yours? Yours. What about what you have for me? You know, it's, it, I think we all struggle with that uh, well, balance. We all struggle right? with that. And um, h- how do we how do we do that? Like, how do we keep our mind fixed on his his plan, his, his ideal, will. his will, his not, not our own? You're listening to the Uncommon Truth, a podcast about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, California, and is available wherever podcasts can be found. If you missed an episode or want to share the show with a friend, visit UncommonPodcast.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to leave us a review. That helps us climb the charts so more people can find out about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. If you want to give us your feedback, you can email the show at UncommonTruthPodcast at gmail.com and we'll try to feature your questions and comments in an upcoming episode. Finally, if you're looking to learn more about the Father's House Church, School of Transformation, or Life Recovery Ministries, visit fathershouseoroville.com. And now let's get into the uncommon truth. Here's what's coming up. Hello and welcome back to the Uncommon Truth. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am Luke and I'm filling in for Max and I'm joined as normal by Steve and Vicky. Hey Hey, Luke. Here we are. We're glad to be here today. We are glad to be alive today. What's uh, new at the Father's House? Well, I've been out, we, we're doing a thing called um, A Night at the Oscars, which is a phenomenally cool, epic uh, fundraiser that we've done before. It's a dinner, and it actually is like a little mini Academy Awards where we um, have a dinner, and then we have directors who pick actors and actresses to perform famous movie clips on the stage, and all the money goes towards AV's Playground, AV's Place, and which is, is a which is a, is a two or three acre. Two, two acre, two acre. A little over two. Yeah, <clears throat> round two. Playground. Well, why don't you tell them what it is? What's Avi's place? Two acre playground. It's a what's called a universal, all inclusive playground for uh, all families that have children in wheelchairs and 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 other kinds other of crutches and Maladies. and limitations Medical. that they can use a playground and that their their uh, able bodied siblings and friends can play with them and it's where parents can hang around picnic tables you know they can park rvs and you know stay and um it's just got a lot of potential uh real blessing to people who struggle in life and it's being done in memory of our granddaughter avalyn wallace who passed away of uh, leukemia a couple years ago almost two two years ago today uh, Mm -hmm. almost and um she uh, struggled for three years, and so the outcome of that is to build this playground. When she was sick and in a wheelchair, she couldn't play with her siblings. They, there was no place to go, yeah. mm-hmm. and she was very limited and restricted in what she could do and uh, weak all the time. So um, her mom and dad came with this idea, and the father's house dedicated the land to it, mm-hmm. and um, 
we're hot in pursuit of designing. We're, so we have designing going on and, yep. and some pretty highly, you know, highly uh, educated professionals designing the equipment. It's all been chosen, and so the budget's coming into line. That's going to be very high <laughs> in the yeah. two to three million, probably high to yeah. at least three million mm -hmm. um, that we need to fundraise for. So we're just going to do it little by little. We have kids sometimes bringing in small amounts, and yep. we have people who donate big amounts, and so we're going to get there. And we at least right now what we have is enough to pay for the design. Yeah, yeah. we've raised about a quarter of a million so far in the last quarter six months. Oh, really? Exciting, three. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. And what's exciting is that um, – it's a world-class um, playground, and in all of the United States, I don't believe there's a playground structure where a child in a wheelchair can literally get off get the up ground the floor. Get up yeah. the second floor, right? We're, yeah. we're going to isn't it a third floor or something? Third level? Two, two But then also for anybody who know who has their own AV around um, the country, we'll also have I believe six cabins, overnight cabins. Yep. We're going to try. Yeah, we're going to have six yeah. cabins. We're hoping that that, that handicap really, accessible yeah. where you can bring your your, your right. children, yeah. your family, yep. and spend the spend a day or two in Oroville yeah. at a beautiful, I want to say Disney-like playground for all kids. That's awesome. So check out on Facebook AV's Place. Yep. A, v, a V like in Vicky I E S mm -hmm. AV's Place. Please like it and share. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm sell so all that to say I'm selling tickets, um, tickets and sponsorship yeah. for the dinner on October 22nd if you want to come. Pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, we are back in our Kingdom of Heaven is like season and then coming truth. We've uh, been in this, I think this will be our 21st episode wow. in season three. Wow. So, it's really? Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been fun. Time flies yeah. when you're Very having hard. fun. Huh? Yeah. So we've been talking about lots of different things from, you know, the Kingdom of Heaven being like a mustard seed or the pearl mm -hmm. or the kingdom of heaven belonging to the ones that come humbly like little children or the kingdom of heaven being like a you know a master who sends his servants out to do certain things and we've actually I, I you know I've I've been around the um, the teaching here for over a decade now and it's been very uh, revelatory for me of just wow these those parables are so simple yet there's so much depth to them when we look Correct. at them again and I, I know that you guys have felt the same way like wow we you know there's more to this than we we kind of just take it to be like oh that's a nice story but there's so much in there if we oh my gosh there's go so, much, deeper, right? so much it really is how yeah. to live right how then should we live yeah. it's yeah. very very self-explanatory yeah and we've had fun along the way so if you haven't if this is your first time listening to the uncommon truth we encourage you to go back at least to the start of this season if not back into the whole yep. uh, back catalog and i think we have over a hundred and 20 episodes maybe i don't know i'm making up numbers now but i know we have over 100 episodes he's so doing a, he's doing a vicky <laughs> yeah i'm doing yeah, a vicky doing it's, a vicky. it's spreading. Yeah, it's spreading exaggerate and call it good yeah, yeah. that's right it's close enough <laughs> yeah so today we're going to look at another scripture uh we're going to look at acts we're going to look at uh x1 x1 yes mm -hmm. uh, six. yeah so uh just to give a little bit of context before we get going this is uh jesus has risen from the dead and he is appearing to the disciples and around Jerusalem, uh, proving to the people that he's alive and he's real. And then um, he's, let's actually, st let's start in verse four. Okay. And he comes and he, he, ca he gathers his disciples and he says, to the, says, gathering them together, he had commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the father has promised, which he said, you heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. 
So when they had come together, they were asking him, saying, Lord, is it at that, this time that you are restoring the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the epochs which the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. So what do we think? So epochs, first of all, is just appointed times. Yeah. Um, it's not for you to know the periods of time or the appointment of time when Israel will be given back its nation. Right. Ah. Now, if anyone would have known Jesus. that it was going to be 2,000 years, mm-hmm. 1,900 right. you know, years from then that they were going to get their nation back. Wow. Um, I think I think the, his vagueness in these things is, is what he's trying to say is I don't even know you know yeah. and um, it's just turned out to be a really long time. Yep. And they were under the mistaken impression that it was going to be now. Yeah. Gee, okay, Jesus. Well, they killed him. Oh no, that can't happen. Oh, he rose from the dead. Oh, yep. maybe it is going to happen. Right. Now he's now he's meeting with them. He told them he'll meet with them. He go. They, mm-hmm. He says he ordered them by the Holy Spirit to meet with them. They met with him, and he says. You know what he said, and then uh, they well now the time. Yeah. Mm. So they're still waiting, falsely waiting. You know, Peter cutting a slave's ear off. Let's yeah. go, let's, let's go. go. We start the war. He attacks a slave, an unarmed slave, and um, Judah, Judas saying, you know, I'm going to I'm going to force his hand. You right. know, basically selling him out, trying to make the army come, the soldiers come to him, and mm-hmm. he's seen the power of God in him, right. and knows you know let's get the war started, let's yeah. get the battle going, mm-hmm. uh, the zealot, you know, yeah. and uh, turns out that they were wrong, and it didn't seem to phase them. They just go ahead and be wrong the next time, <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. phase them. It's so they like go, us. and he's got right. to. It's somewhat interesting they don't change they just keep coming back to the same thing because they're so indoctrinated by their beliefs and that's where we're at today it's where it's where so many of us have been and you know i have to confess of having been stuck in that place myself Mm. where it it's so hard to admit man if i accept this belief i have to deny everything i believed for 20 years you know even as a teacher what i've taught like oh man i if i accept this then i must have taught wrong Mm -hmm. And you'll be baptized with water, but you will, you know, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And he says, so what was really happening, boys, was you were heading to a point where I would pay a penalty for your sins so that your sins could be washed away and you could be made holy enough to house the Holy Spirit. And the promise I made that my father and I will make our home in you just before I died is now that's what the times are. Right. Is it time, Jesus? Well, not for you and your idea. Times are what it's time for, what the father promised. And see, that's the thing about so many of these verses. We today run across people every minute of every day who tell you what they think God's going to do, what they believe, what they are indoctrinated to. Well, you know, the whole argument over vaccinations, the whole argument over COVID responses, Mm -hmm. over Republican and Democrat, and, you know, all of pretty much all of the discussions are based on people's preconceived notions and ideas, just like these apostles. Good. They are stuck on what they believe is right. Yep. 
It's not for you to know. Okay. What you are going to know is that the time, what it's really the time for is for you to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Yep. And the plan, and it says there, the plan, the outcome of the Father's promise. Mm-hmm. This is what we get. Right. And I don't care if you, you're going to stand in front of the Father and say, yeah, but I thought you promised something different. It doesn't matter. This is, I didn't. This is what I promised, yeah. not what you said. And this is what you required. No, it isn't. I never required that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is what I was told. It's what I believed. No, but I, I said I required this. Mm-hmm. And it's like so many things like that, that we are in a cloud. We are in a cloud of confusion. What the apostle really said was, that the, I think it was Paul said, that the confusion or the veil over our eyes that made us see so foggily, the veil that we couldn't see clearly through, that he called it the veil of Moses. It it will be taken away and you'll be able to see clearly. In one place he says, now we see through a glass darkly, but then when the perfect comes, when Jesus comes in, when the Holy Spirit comes inside of you, then you shall see face to face. You will see clearly. And this guy here is saying, you know, these guys are saying, is it time yet for our idea? Right. It's never time for your idea. <laughs> it's only time for the Father's yeah. idea. And I just got to, I want to plead with anyone who's listening. The Father's idea, not your idea. That's good. Yeah. So, stop, drop, and roll. Kneel on your knees and surrender and say, what do you want me to do? Amen. How can I know the simplicity of your truth that you're talking about here? That it's the Father's promise that's going to happen, not your idea. Yeah. And, and it's the Father's will that matters and that you be filled with the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the home of the Father and the Son, and that you present to the world the gospel like Jesus presents it from a self-sacrificing, giving, teaching, loving way, yeah. washing feet, serving, giving, helping, and just really read the words of Jesus to reveal to you what the promise of the Father is for you and what the will of the Father is for you. And try to stop being prejudiced by your own ideas and what you think is true. You're not going to convince him. If he says it's Thursday and you think it's Wednesday, it's Thursday and just accept it. <laughs> You think it's rainy and he yeah. says it's a clear sky? Just accept he's above the clouds. It's always clear above the sky right. clouds, right? And you accept what he says and quit trying to argue your point in mm. that you are somehow right and God is wrong. Mm. I know you would never do that, but that's that's what we end up doing. That's what these guys like are doing. And they're the chosen ones. Yeah. They're the apostles of Jesus Christ. They're the ones he picked and lived three years ago with. They watched him die. Then they saw him resurrect. They know what's going on. And they're still trying to make happen what they want to happen. Israel to be free. Right. When Israel's not going to be free for another 1900 wow. that's years. Stunning. Yeah. That's and I th- I think that 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 point uh, I keep thinking about that point of no man knows the hour no man yep. knows the day he's coming back and you know and look here look there and it seems like especially with with everything that's going on in the world right now you know the Christians are like this is the mark of the beast this yep. is you know he's coming yeah. back this is the end times this must be now it must be now it yeah. must be now and what's stunning to me is this <laughs> this doesn't happen for 1900 years right. amazing I mean. It's like just that point of they, they're thinking they're making him, 
you know, move to their command. And they, he doesn't do it for, Israel does not come back as a nation until 1948. They call it flyback. Nation, I think, it was 59 or something. No, it was six. It was six fact left. check. Fact, I know that they forty eight was something. For, the, they they the went in. They 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 moved 60s. into. They moved into Jerusalem. They moved 48. In, in forty eight. Yeah. yeah. So but they mean, didn't declare themselves a nation till later. Maybe I think fifty nine or sixty. No, sixties. But you know, but but we do that, and like Steve said, it's like, let's just admit that we don't know. Yeah, it's good. I don't know when he's coming back. Mm. I don't know everything, and and it's going to be just like Jesus yeah. said it's going to be, and that's the thing that we harp on is like. Let's just read what he says about everything. Yep. And so I was just kind of stunned at the 1900 y- years. Yeah, it's pretty, you know. Sobering. Sobering to think that, you know, it's that whole idea of we feel like it's been ages, right? Yes. And it's, you know, I think about uh, Abraham and Sarah, right, with the promise of the baby. It's like, they're like, oh, yeah, it must be just like this, right? Yeah. And then 90 it's, years later. Yeah. You know, that, and I, you know, when I, when I was, Thinking about ideas and topics, you know, what, what really stood out to me is that they, uh, in our kingdom of heaven is like season, that they are, even though he's died, rose from the dead, he's in front of them, he's saying, hey, you're about to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Their concern isn't, you know, about God and his plan. Their concern is There's. still on our own kingdom. How, yeah, that's is, good. That's good. Is, you know, we're still on, we're still stuck well, on. I think that's exactly who we are today right. as, a, as a whole. Still stuck on what we want yeah. and how it works for us and who, you know, who that makes me. Yep. And, you know, it is 1948, by the way. Okay, so that was right. That was good. Make sure everybody knows that. Um, yeah, Vicki was right. 1948, <laughs> they declared themselves a nation. So, you know, what's interesting, though, is like, again, and I just, you know, I, I must be slow to the party most of the time, but um, they didn't get it until after the Holy Spirit came upon them. No. They're still bumbling around like Keystone Cops. Yep. And it's like until the Holy Spirit came on them, he still, he must still be hitting his head, uh, you know, his, with his hand. Yeah, like, you know, following. what? I've died. I yeah. want to be just like Jesus and hit my head with my hand. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't get it. Um, that's how my son imitates me. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. how I marked this. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's fascinating. Even in Acts 1, they're still trying to get it. Yep. And they're, they're still trying to make it what they want mm-hmm. it to be. And, and Jesus is still saying, oh, come on. Right. In my opinion, I'm, that's now that's, I'm, taking, I'm taking liberty. And I, I think for me, what it, you know, they'd been walking with him face to face for three years and seen all the yes. things. And they still had it, like, Miss it. Miss, missed it. Which, for me, you know, it's been, I don't know what, 14 years now I've walked with the Lord, I think, this year. And it's, it, it's like, I, there's never a point where I'm like, oh, I, I've been with Jesus long enough. That I, I must know how things are now, you know, oh, like. Gosh. And I think sometimes we get into that idea, right? We think I, I, I understand, I, you know, I know enough. And you see that in Christian in Christians and a lot. And I don't mean to indict anybody, but it's it's when you read Jesus in context, it kind of clears things up. Yeah. It did for me. And people are still like, "Oh, I've been a Christian." Somebody just told me the other day they've been a Christian for all these years, and I'm thinking, and you're still confused. Mm-hmm. I mean. The way they live is doesn't match up to what he says or what they talk about. It's like I want to talk about being a Christian, not being a Christian, and uh, it's I, I I've been a Christian forty two years mm-hmm. and I I don't have anything. Right. Every Wednesday service and every Sunday morning service, mm-hmm. when we re- we're, read the words of Jesus, I'm like I don't got it. Yeah, I am so short and lacking of so many gifts. The Holy Spirit living in me, yeah, I have a I have a chance because the Holy Spirit has made its home in yeah. me. But other than that, I don't have no chance. How right? do we, how do we, 
keep our hearts and our minds in that energy like how do we remain i guess humble for lack of a better word i don't even know that's the right word but how do we stay in that place I think that we, can, we have to say over and over you got so much seduction so much victimization and it's all about me oh my gosh everything is you can only you're only the only good story is one that makes a person a victim right you know and so now i want to be part of the so i got to have victim stories mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many things that are all about me, about what I deserve, what I don't get, mm-hmm. whether or not my student loans get forgiven or don't. I mean, and then what, if you get it, I should get it. And there's so much selfishness going on that we have a battle. Yeah. We have to every day. And for me, it's in this phrase I say, I am owed nothing. I deserve nothing. Yep. I owe him everything. That's right. And he lets me work for him. And in every subject, I'm reminded that I work for Jesus. He doesn't work for me. He doesn't work for me. And it's not, this isn't really about me. It's about the glorification of the Lamb Mm -hmm. of God. The angels around the throne, all the beings in heaven that are described in the book of Revelation, they're not praising the people who accept Jesus. They're not even praising the people that he saved. They're praising Jesus for what he did. And I think we should take from their example and we should turn around and focus on Jesus and praise Jesus, proclaim what he did and say, Hosanna, the one able to deliver me, save me, save me, Lord, ought to be our constant prayer. I'm not owed anything. I, whatever I have, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. So this, this, uh, statement, it is not time for you. (laughs) It is not the time for you. And in 1900 years, right? But here's the thing. We are fortunate enough to be able to read what he said then and see what happened today. Yeah, Guess yeah. what happened? Israel became a nation. Yeah. Now, it was promised way before that, that yep. he's eventually going to disband them, that their cup is going to be full. He's going to send them to the fate all around the earth. And then he's going to say, like, migrating birds, they're going to come home. Yeah. And they're going to reform as a nation. And do you know that this thing they wanted has never occurred on the planet Earth? except with Israel. Right. It happened before for them. They were disbanded. It was like yeah. a ghost town, a ruin. The temple tore down. Yep. And they went back and rebuilt the walls in Nehemiah's day. Yeah. And it happens again. And he says, and they will be called like migrating birds back to Israel. And we all know that's exactly what happened. Yeah. They didn't have mass yeah. communication. They didn't all have a cell phone no. in their pocket the to send the, out a yeah. text to every Jew. Right. And they just started going home. Yeah. And they, they went to Jerusalem like birth. Their, their generations had lived in Europe and all over the world for most of that 1,900 years. years. Right. They were taken away in 70 or 80, yeah. like 80-something. 80 and, and they didn't come back until 1948. Wow. And, I mean, it's like, whoa, this is like a miracle. People ignore this miracle above all miracles, and it's a sign to you and me. There is no Babylonian empire coming back together. There are no Babylonians. Right. But no, there are no other still, nation that has been destroyed as reformed. Yeah, not just yeah. destroyed, but Cat- tore apart. but scattered. they were they were yeah. scattered to the face yeah. of the earth. Yeah. And they reformed as a nation yeah. and it was prophesied by God. Yeah. And so he promised they would. Now they gathered and he said that most of them wouldn't serve him and they don't. Mm-hmm. They're not a nation for God. They're a Christian nation. They are. They have a remnant, like 140,000 of them. Maybe that's what that means, that serve God, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. They have a remnant. Yep. So and they have a Jesus? number that I'm not really sure. I'm pretty okay. sure. I, I would think that. Okay. The messianic it's been too long since I've read this mm-hmm. stuff. 
But here's what happened. It, what they what they wanted to happen, happened. Yeah. It just didn't happen in their time. In that time. In their, it, what in their God wanted to happen, happened. And that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. And so here's this promise. It happened. Jesus said, and down, he said, I, you know, the men said, what do you, these men were watching when Jesus, this is where he goes, leaves us, yep. right? He's about to ascend. And they're watching the sky and two angels walk up and say, what are you looking at? Yeah. The same way he left, he'll be coming back. Right. Oh. Right, so you got. When will you deliver na- the nation of Israel, and and when will you? And then then you're coming back. Yeah. And he's saying what's really important is the Holy Spirit, and and these angels are saying he's coming back. Yeah. Well, okay, it's been 1,900 years. Israel came back. Yeah. This is such a, a profound. This is almost as big a miracle as Jesus returning in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'm not sure if you believe in rapture. I don't believe, you know, if you believe in pre-trib, post-trib, you know, uh, pan. Uh, mid-trib. <laughs> mid-trib. But um, I, of All course, yeah, I believe in yeah, pan-trib. Yeah. The pan, it'll pan out. Yeah. But because um, uh, it's just really hard. There's so many things that say it different ways. But yeah. Jesus is coming back, he said. Well, if if Jesus says, okay, he didn't say, no, it, it, Israel's not going to ha- be delivered. He didn't say that. No. He said, the time is not for you to know. The father knows when Israel would be delivered. And Israel got delivered. Yeah. And they reformed as a nation. And they're a powerful force in the yeah. world for a tiny little nation surrounded by enemies. Yeah. It's such a miracle, this nation of Israel. And what it says is this God of miracles also then in the same chapter talks about another miracle when he returns. Yeah. Well, he's coming back. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, he's, he's coming, coming back. back, and the very just as if he can reform a nation that's been disbanded and call it like birds mm-hmm. migrating birds from around the world, he's going to fulfill his promise, and he's coming back. And I pray with all my heart that we are ready, ready. Yeah. because he says uh, when he's talking about the the Romans are going to come and take Jerusalem, he says two men walking up a hill, one disappears, one left standing still. Uh, you know, man and wife asleep in bed. Yep, all it, that stuff. So yeah. a lot of people think he's talking about the rapture. Then there's the other time where he says, don't turn back. Mm-hmm. Leave. Just go. When yeah. the abomination comes, leave. Don't wait. You'll be destroyed. Well, there's two events happening. One is in, in the years 81, I think it is, when Titus 71. sets up a yeah. siege. And the other is we're in we're in the 21st century waiting for him to return. Right. And we're and he said that those who saw these migrating birds in Israel reformed as a nation would be the last generation. Mm-hmm. And those people who saw that are still alive, mm-hmm. but they're 10 years older than me and I'm 65. Right. And so you think about that, that generation is 75 and older. Mm-hmm. And so they're disappearing off the face of the earth very fast. And he says he will return before that generation passes. Mm-hmm. So it's never been more important to be ready because it's been 1900 years. We have gone to sleep on this subject. We are not ready for him to return in the clouds and take us. Yeah. And I'm ready. I want him to come and I want him to be seen by the world. I want him to be seen because I look like him, but it doesn't seem to be working out as, as clearly as I've always wanted it to be. I want him to come and be seen because I don't, if you see him, you've got to fall in love with him. And so I think this verse is so powerful in this, the fact that 
we get to live after 1948 and see that the very thing the apostles were talking about, and Jesus said, you don't get to know the time. Yeah. The time came, and it fulfilled. And, and we, we don't act like that's the biggest miracle in the history of mankind. It's the biggest miracle that's ever happened on earth. It's visible to every Everybody. person on earth. Right. It, is, it is in a time of media, so everybody gets to hear about it. Mm -hmm. And it's beyond amazing yeah. surrounded by her enemies she she grows in strength and doesn't shrink it's crazy israel is clearly a divine country and they don't even follow as a mass they are not seeking the will of he's, god as a mass. god is faithful to his promise right he's faithful yeah. to his promise yeah. and he's coming back and i gotta tell you we need to be faithful to love jesus obey Jesus, believe in Jesus, endure to the end, persevere to the end, yeah. overcome to the end, and be there ready to be taken up when he comes. That's mm. good. The other, you know, as I was preparing for this, the other story that came to my mind was uh, Peter and Jesus' exchange where, you know, he, he asks his guys, like, who, who do you say that I am, right? And, and Peter says, you know, you're Christ, the Son, son of, of living God, God, right? And, and he says, you know, it's not flesh and blood that's revealed to this to you, but it's um, the spirit, the of, spirit God. of God, and then you know the, the very next thing in, the, in our story in the Bible is then uh, where it says this in verse twenty-one of Matthew sixteen. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke, rebuke him, saying, "God forbid it, Lord! This shall never happen to you." But he turned to Peter and said, "Get behind me, Satan! If you are stumbling block to me, if you you are the." You are not setting your mind on God's interest, but man's. And you know, it's that same idea, right? Of this very same. You know, what are we? What is our focus on? What are we? So yeah. Peter says this great thing, and yeah. then he gets spanked. Right. Go ahead, Vicky. No, I just, yeah. I just can't um, get over the fact that when he's talking to the, these men in Acts one, and it says, "It is not for you to know yeah. the times or the epochs which the Father has, has fixed by His own authority," and then the, the most important word is but yeah it, you know i'd say it's a big but but um you will receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you to live in you it's like what's your focus yeah is your focus out there in the days and the times and the and trying to read the tea leaves or whether or not the vaccination is the mark of the beast or if he's coming back mm -hmm. and it's the same thing for us today that's a, that's irrelevant yeah because you could be waiting 1900 years right. like i said before but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and shall be witnesses. Mm -hmm. The most important thing for him is that the Holy Spirit comes on you yeah. and you'll be witnesses, his witnesses, right. all over the world. You know, because it they, they talks about, you know, J Jerusalem and Judea, and that's all yep. the places there were, the Jewish places. But right. it's like so important that but is so important. It's like don't focus on this. You're focus focusing on what's irrelevant. And you're going to be dead for 1,900 right. years by the time, you know, you're exerting yeah. so much energy. And so how many people have we known that were so post-trip, you know, Jesus is coming back. You know, I've been Christian since 1979. Mm -hmm. And if I had a dollar for every person who said, you know, we're in the end times, he's coming back. Is mm -hmm. this, you know, look here, look there. They've wasted so much energy on yeah. that. And it could be today he's coming back. Right. But the most important thing is that the Holy Spirit dwells in, in me. You. He has made his home in right. me so that I can make Jesus famous to all over Oroville, all over the world, yep. that my love would look like something so that people would want to be uh, desire Jesus. Yeah. So what's important in this story? The important thing in the story is that uh, 
we need to look like Jesus yeah. and we need not to worry about to tomorrow. Just get through today. That's good. And just back, you know, same thing back in that story with Peter as that phrase that Jesus says, you know, you are not, you are not setting your mind on the things of God, correct? but on, on man, it's that whole thing. that I think my journey has been the back and forth on that. of Lord, what about my needs, my hopes, my dreams, my stuff Correct. versus what about yours? Yours. What about what you have for me? You know, it's, it, I think we all struggle with that uh, we'll, balance. We all right? struggle with that. And um, how, how do we how do we do that? Like, how do we keep our mind fixed on his his plans, his, his ideal, will. his will, his not, not our own? I was sitting in the dark thirty one morning in Spokane, Washington, many years ago, and said, all of a sudden, it was just this revelation: "You see me, don't you? Whoa. You hear me, don't you?" And it was him saying it to me and me repeating it, but. To have that stay with me, I think the power of being in his will or in his mindset comes from practicing the presence of Jesus, something I call PTPOJ. PTPOJ. It has a ring to it. It's PTPOJ. There's no T in, is it? No, he usually says T. Practice the, the, does a T. PPOJ. It's P. We digress. Yeah, would you say? P-T-P-O-J. P-T-P-O-J. And, uh, oh, good we grief. Practice the pre- Can we get back to practice the presence of Jesus, please? And if you're aware of him, like sitting yeah. next to you in the car, That's walking right. with you, or, or more importantly, being with you, in you, through you, Jesus is in all, Jesus is all. Um, it's it's going to be a success how to keep that going when you're faced with all this doom and gloom of, of disease and war and hate Rumors of war. and and you have social media where people are just saying things that rile your blood and <laughs> you're saying things that rile their blood yeah. and the division and the hate is just responded upon uh, upon economics upon education upon uh, social and economic classes even because mm-hmm. we don't have them for say but we do have them and in the languages and the and the barriers of race and religion Division. the barriers of education and uneducation just so many money not money um, it's it, there's so many things to get your mind off of him practicing the presence of Jesus I have practiced the thing with a uh, with an alarm that I set for hourly. And I have found, you know, in my life, I've done this many, many times where I get away from it. I start, I start maybe thinking of Jesus a couple times a day, but right now this alarm goes off and says praying. And all I pray is thank you, Jesus, for being in my life. Thank you for making your home in me. And, and that's the simplest form of it. But I'll, but so normally I just go on for five minutes or two minutes or I just go on is what I mean. Five minutes is probably way too long, but (laughs) I go on for a few seconds, you know, that says, you know, I want to be like you. I love you. I want to be like, so appreciate you take care of me, feed me. You, Mm -hmm. you, you, you give me wisdom. You're with me. And you know, that's hourly. And I, I have to admit out of, you know, I'm awake maybe 18 hours a day, maybe 16, 15. I might only hear 12 of those or 10 of those or even some days six. But it's six times and up to 18 times where I practice the presence of Jesus. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm so grateful you're with me. You're in me. You're through me. And it's just simple. You could be talking and I can do that in my head. Yep. But I do it and I become aware of practicing the presence of Jesus. When I was a young man, I went to the extreme for a month. I tried it. I decided to get myself into it. And I actually had Jesus sitting in the chair next to me. Mm-hmm. I actually would pull a chair up for him. 
I sit up, walk up to a table. I'm going to eat alone. I pull a chair out for him. Right. He sits in it, and I eat my meal with the idea of him sitting there next to me, and I talk to him. And here's the really wonderful part. He talks back. Yeah. And you, and you know, when I work, I would say, Jesus, I need that. Can you, here, can you step back? I need to get mm-hmm. that. And I mean, I actually go, I go to, I go that far, open the door for him yeah. here, open the door for him. Like I'm walking with my wife. I open the door and kind mm-hmm. of give him room to walk in front of me, you know, and I walk in and, um, it's, it's a little bit going overboard, but it's a practice that puts you in the position of being aware he's with you always. Right. And I think that's the answer to your question. Yeah. How do you live in this world with all this stuff? Oh boy. Because all of a sudden, some, you get fired up. People yeah. are acting crazy, saying crazy things. All this communism, socialism, what, def- definition of, of federalism, and all, yeah. all over social media, everybody's saying all this flag stuff and anti-flag yeah. stuff, and it's just crazy. And even just the troubles of your own life. Yeah. yeah, beyond that, just yeah. the, just the yeah. things that happen with sick kids yep. and, and and fights between fear, each other and and, and, and feuds and and, and bad people and good people in your yep. life, and it's it just that alarm that goes off and you go, oh Jesus, yeah, and it puts you in a position to really keep your mind focused, not on the world's and its things, but on Him, and you can say, why don't we just trust Jesus for yeah. this stuff? I think. Um, Honestly, for me, is recognizing what in, in the scripture it says, but the Holy Spirit mm. will come upon you. And I think r- practicing what he said, uh, understanding that Christ has made his home in you, yeah. that he gave you an escape plan for every every situation. I think going after fear and, and stress and anxiety, because those are all faith killers, um, because like you guys just said, the world has so much anxiety and stress. Yeah. In our own lives, w- yep. without looking past. Just, and if you yeah, turn on the TV and turn on yeah, the, the I stopped watching media. TV. Yeah. yeah, I stop. I'm off Facebook now because it's just too much. Yeah. Um, but it's um, the revelation that the Lord spoke to us this year is that He made His home in me. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit, and that's what the Scripture yeah. is today. But the Holy Spirit will come Kinda on you, you yeah. and He's not out there. He's in us. Right. We could have the mind of Christ. We can have the heart of Christ. Good. We can have the desire of Christ. We could know everything about what the next situation is if we would just stop and ask. Yeah. To, to work out your salvation with fear and trembling every day, to not be arrogant, to think that I've arrived. Mm-hmm. I have not arrived. Wow. When, I, when I see him face to face, then I've arrived. That I get the that I get the um, the trophy when I cross the finish line is when I see him either in death or he comes in, in the clouds. So for me, the biggest thing is honestly what Steve said, but even more so, understanding the Holy Spirit makes his home in me, yeah. and I can all things work together for good for those who love Christ Jesus and called according to His name. Because I what He wants, I want. You know, and but we get so in our head and so in our in our in our things and our stress. And I, for me, every day trying to ha- th- thank him that I have, I, I'm alive. I'm 64 years old. I'm still alive. Yeah. That's got to be worth something. Yeah. You know, it's got to be worth a Thanksgiving. You know, mm-hmm. who am I going to affect today? Yeah. And and honestly, I have probably wrestled with the fact that my, the only reason I'm here is to make Jesus famous. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just really garbage compared to that. Is that 
bringing a lot of people to Jesus, to the cross of Jesus, and not yeah. just the cross of Jesus, but a life a of life Jesus, and then the Holy Spirit making yeah. your home in you. It's everything. It's good. And it's it's, but it's it, it takes a lot of work because you just things come at you, bills come at you, in laws come at you, people come at you, um, and it's just to stay. No, no, I I refuse to live in the world system. Yeah. So. I think it's the really Holy good. Spirit, and, the, and it's in that it's in Acts one, but the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Stop looking at the future. Stop looking at, you know, all the things of me becoming the King of Israel, and just seek ye first the kingdom of God and His That's righteousness. Good. That's good. And as we, you know, the the next thing that happens in the story is the the Pentecost moment, right? Yeah. And they are then filled with the Holy yeah. Spirit, and yeah. we, you know, we from our point of history look back and we see their lives from that moment Change. changed radically, right? They yeah. they went on to no longer be concerned about their own kingdom. They changed. They went to fulfill what he said. They went from, you know, some of them stayed in Jerusalem, some went to Judea, some went to the ends of the earth, right, and spread the gospel and were the fruit of that. And I'm wonder I'm right? wondering again, you know, you saying that is like, do they have a grid at this moment what the Holy Spirit really is? I mean, do they, do they, they're Jews. Do they know what the Holy, I know God spoke to them, but do they, when Jesus is saying this in Acts, do they really know what the Holy Spirit is? Well, they have many stories where so-and-so filled with the Holy Spirit, so-and-so right, moved by the Holy Spirit. Right, but so God made his home in you. The invisible God, so yes, but the concept of him filling you, no. they don't, I mean, there's no grid for that. There's no grid. He's holy, I'm not. Until the Pentecost. Right. And on that day, and there's no grid for the Holy Spirit filling you a person. Right. Holy Spirit will come upon you. You know, they, they hear the great people like Elijah or somebody, the Holy Spirit, was, and filled with the Holy Spirit, he said, right. yeah. for a moment, right? But they're talking about make our home in you. Yeah. And they must be, so I just have that revelation is that at that moment when Jesus is with them, they're still not getting it until the Pentecost. They know moment by moment right. that the Holy Spirit can fill you, but they don't know what you just said, yeah. no. that he will make his home in you, which yeah. is interesting. No, and he's, you know, Jesus already said it, but they don't really get it. Yeah. Well, they don't Jesus really, said doesn't. a lot of things to them and us, <laughs> and we don't really get it. That's true. They didn't get it at all, and later on when they preach, it's so it's so yeah. authoritative and so knowledgeable. Yeah. It's apparent they get it. It's that every time I... Right, yeah, it's apparent that they get it, yes. He does, like, a uh, sermon, I think it's in Acts 3, right, where he stands up and says, this yeah. is Jesus who you, you know, crucified. crucified. Like, it, it, I'm moved every time by his, like, redemption moment from running away and the crucifixion to yeah. then standing in front of the crowds and saying, about being born again. you know, that's that's what the Holy Spirit in, in you can do if, if we let it. Right. But right. I guess we, like, you know, we... We get like, these other things distract us and fill our time, fill our attention, and yep. that was really good. I'm I'm inspired again to just keep my eyes fixed on Him. Amen. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Amen. Working out my salvation yeah. with fear and trembling every I day. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us again. Oh, guys. you're welcome. We love it. We love place. you. We're really yeah. proud of you. Thank you. And this uh, the uncommon truth is gonna be back next week. We're I'm next. I'm here. And, are you? Uh, well, God will in the creek don't rise. If Jesus comes back, <laughs> if Jesus comes back, back we're, yeah. we're gone. Yes. Hopefully, yeah. we're in the first wave. Not but seconds. fear not, He's gonna come in the same way that He left. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Well, it'd, be, it'd be awkward if one of us was here and, and two weren't. That would be awkward. <laughs> so or two out of four. <coughs> oh, Kevin, Kevin, or sound guy. Yeah. Uh oh, you guys. Because I'm going. Uh, that I'm only leaves one spot. I'm going. I'm going. Anyway, He's God willing, back. we'll be back next week. Have a great week. And we, we love you guys. Really appreciate you love tuning Jesus. in and Holy listening Spirit. to Holy us. Uh, 
share our hearts and talk yeah. and you know it's be silly be silly and have fun and yeah. uh if you haven't heard yet i just want to take a moment and mention uh school of transformation on the move um is is live and you can check that out if you go to transformationschool.org mm-hmm. and um we'd love to if you want to learn more about the things we're talking about the how, how we uh do the things that we do and what we believe that's such a great vehicle for you to take our school transformation wherever you are on your on demand on your phone on your own time so awesome. please check it out and uh we'll see you next time bye-bye have a great week bye man you've been listening to the uncommon truth Thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast routine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today and would love to get your feedback. You can tell us what you think about today's show at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch to ask questions for Steve and Vicki or suggest a subject you'd like to hear covered. Either way, we'd love to feature your comments on an upcoming episode. If you're new to the show or just haven't done so yet, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps push the show up the charts so more people can find us. If you know someone who would enjoy the types of conversations that happen on The Uncommon Truth, click share on the podcast app of your choice or send them to uncommonpodcast.com. Until next time, have a great week and keep running after Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be.